Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Things have been blowing up a little bit at Queens Park over the last few days after uh, after uh, Social Services Minister Lisa McLeod uh, announced changes to how autism treatment uh, for children would be funded. Uh, those changes were not greeted uh, as welcome by everybody. But then earlier this week, it was also reported that the Ontario Association for Behavior Analysts uh, said that they had felt pressured to sort of publicly issue a quote of support a few days before the new program was announced. Uh, in a, a quote from the association, they indicated that the government, they said, indicated that a failure to do so would result in four long years for the organization. Uh, if a quote was not forthcoming, a communication that behavior analysts are self-interested would be released from the minister's office. That was the earlier report, which was never denied uh, by McLeod's office, although they have said that they wanted, uh, you know, collaborative dialogues and... and um, and whatnot. Um, this has led for calls uh, for Lisa McLeod's resignation uh, from the NDP and from others. Uh, and while Doug Ford, the premier, has ruled out asking McLeod to quit, he called her an absolute all-star. Uh, and yesterday, that absolute all-star issued uh, an apology of sorts on Twitter. It's been an emotional time, she wrote. This is an issue I take very personally, and I apologize if my comments made anyone feel threatened or uncomfortable. Uh, joining me on the phone now to talk about this is Dr. Julie Cowdes. She's the chair of the Ontario Scientific Expert Tax Task Force for the Treatment of Autism Spectrum Disorder. Uh, Dr. Cowdes, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Um, so what do you make of, uh, of the minister's apology? I, I recognize that she is, has issued this general apology, um, but we're pretty confused by it, um, as her office also issued another statement several hours before that um, attacking on Taba. So it's hard to understand really um, what the feelings of the office are. I think two important comments that were made in that statement were the idea that this is an emotional time for her, that this is an issue she takes personally. And I spent my day today meeting with families who were, for the first time, learning what, um, what this autism program is going to mean for their child's future. And there is um, no person in this province that takes this issue more personally or has the right to be more emotional about this than those families. And as professionals, we have a responsibility to engage in, in um, ethical behavior and to, and to really focus our efforts on the family. And so I really think that we need to move forward and start collaborating and figuring out a way to create a plan to slow this down and to actually do something that's going to help these families. Uh, so, I mean, the, the thing is, is that uh, I, I understand... I don't know the nuances of why she would think it was an emotional time, except that there have been a lot of protesters, there have been a lot of 
angry people talking to her ab- about it. Um, and and I guess there are there are two things here that we're talking about. And one one is this sort of um, she apologized. You know, it's one of those. I apologize if you were offended. I apologize if my comments made you feel threatened. When when what uh, what is being reported uh, is is clearly that that there was some sort of threat, like give us a quote of support, or else things might be difficult. Um, but but then secondly, that that the the lack of support in the first place, uh, and and the the major outcry that you're talking about dealing with on the front lines with people directly affected about it are are not about that particular issue they're about the changes to to the to the legislation itself yes i think that there are a number of families that feel this decision was made quite callously with poor consideration of the needs of children across this province and the varied needs of children across this province They've really created a one-size-fits-all program. And, you know, if you followed me through my day, you would see that some of the children that I work with, they absolutely require 30 to 40 hours per week. Some of those children are young and they're responding to treatment, and they're going to need that for a little bit of time. Other children are going to require that over the course of their lifetime. And there's really no consideration for that variability. There's also not a lot of consideration in this program for those children who need very little intervention um, at any point in time. And so I think the concern is is that there wasn't enough collaboration to tease apart how could we use this money in the best way possible to help each family in the province. Have you gotten any sense from the minister's office or from the provincial government that they're open to fixing this? That they're open to talking about the concerns uh, that, that you're expressing there, uh, the, the sort of the differences that, that, that need to be acknowledged in how different people are treated and what their funding needs are, what their treatment needs are. Um, I mean, is, is, is there an openness to fixing this? Are you optimistic that it, that it can be fixed or made better? I continuously say I'm optimistic, and I say that as a behavior analyst. You know, I spend, I might spend three years working with parents and working with their child and working with an entire team of, of professionals who are committed and dedicated, um, and this is their, their life's work. And we might spend three years working to get ten words, and we're really excited about that. So clearly people who... Um, work in a field where even though progress is slow, we believe progress can be made, clearly we're going to be remain optimistic. My concern is that some of the communications recently from the minister's office have really suggested that this is, this is a done deal, and regardless of how parents and families feel, regardless of the crisis this is creating, that they are going to clear the wait list, that that statement keeps coming up, and you're hearing more and more families saying, stop saying it. I'm on that wait list. I don't want to be cleared. I want evidence-based intervention. So I'm not sure. I remain optimistic. I want to come to the table. Ontaba wants to come to the table. Um, we, to date, we aren't seeing any communication indicating that that is reciprocated. So, um, so for, for listeners who, who maybe aren't uh, as caught up on all the details as, as they might otherwise be. Uh, the, the government seems focused on clearing the wait list. What specifically is, 
is the problem with that focus? Right. Great question. The problem is, is they're not going, we're going to clear the wait list because we have all of a sudden found 50,000 professionals and we've trained them all and we've developed the right treatment for everybody and, you know, you're going to get the 30 hours you need and you're going to get the six hours you need. You know, if they said they were clearing the wait list to put families into evidence-based treatment and to give it in an individualized manner, everyone would stand up and applaud. They are clearing the wait list by giving parents too little money to actually access services. They are giving some parents $5,000 a year. Some are getting maximum $20,000 a year. And I appreciate that sounds like a lot. But for children who need intensive service, they need sixty to eighty thousand dollars a year. Twenty grand's a drop in the bucket. And for those families, they have to make a hard choice. Do I a only give my child a quarter of the treatment he needs, which the research actually shows doesn't work, to be honest? B, do I take that amount of money and get treatment, and then do I remortgage my house or do my parents remortgage their house, and then we can get the right amount of treatment? Or um, C, are we one of the fortunate families that have enough income to pay for treatment on our own? So this situation of clearing the wait list is clearing the wait list to nothing for many families um, and to a little bit of something for some families. And for a small group, maybe what they'll get will work for them. But it disproportionately um, basically is biased against families with low income and families with more severe needs. And that's our most vulnerable group. All right. Well, I'm, I'm happy to hear that you re- re- appear, re- remain optimistic. I hope your optimism is justified. It sounds like... Uh, the complaints are entirely valid, and I hope, uh, you know, as as conflicted as the messages are at this point, that the the acknowledgement that maybe an apology is required is is an opening uh, to sort of rethinking this focus. Uh, Dr. Julie Cowdes, uh with the uh, Ontario Scientific Expert Task Force for the Treatment of Autism Spectrum Disorder, thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.